Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Ralph Martinez. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and get a bonus podcast about whatever I feel like talking about. Usually something that doesn't fit on Switchcraft. So make sure you check out that URL one more time. Patreon.com slash run jump stomp. That wasn't so bad. Episode 261 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the show by checking out Audible. If you head over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible, you get a free book from any genre. There's thousands of books to choose from. And if you decide not to stick with Audible, you get to keep the book anyway. I highly recommend you check out Audible. Again, that URL is runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Check it out today. Get a free book. Can't go wrong there. Mr. Game & Watch has been around for a really, really long time. I remember seeing them when I was a kid, and like they were old then. I, when I was a kid, I had a, a multi-screen, a Game & Watch called Donkey Kong Country 2. It was brown and gold, and I loved it. And I found this one on eBay and just absolutely had to buy it. Um, but And this one still works, which is really cool. But... Game & Watch is basically like Nintendo's portable character back before they had the Game Boy. And each game had its own, like, or each, each, um, each system that you bought just had one game on it. And it was basically LCD screens. And, and Mr. Game & Watch uh, eventually ended up in Smash Brothers. And... I, I, I can already tell you exactly what happened. Somebody was going through old Game & Watch games, and they were looking at the... I hesitate to call them sprites, but they were just the, the LCD images. And they were looking through them, and they were saying, okay, well, let's use this one uh, as a move in Super Smash Brothers. Let's use this one. But this is this is back in the 70s. This is long before the political correctness that we have now happened. And I think it's a little unfair to judge Game & Watch based on the political correctness of today when Game & Watch was something that was back in the 70s. So when somebody was sitting down and building the animations for Mr. Game & Watch in Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, and they were picking out um you know different sprites from old game and watch games they i can see how they could easily make a mistake not really even thinking about it and including 
the sprite that if you're watching the video, YouTube video, uh, you'll be able to see. And if you're not watching the YouTube video, then you'll just have to follow the link in the show notes, uh, which is kind of racist and, you know, not 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 in the best political correct way, if that makes any sense. Uh, he's a character and he looks very angry and he's got a feather on, on the back of his head and he's holding a torch. And a lot of people said, well, this, this is offensive. This is an offensive uh, depiction of, of native Americans. And at the time when they did it, I bet you that's exactly what they were thinking. They weren't thinking about the political correctness uh, or the politically correct climate that we live in now in 2018, although that's kind of laughable to say. Um, but whoever was in charge of making the animations for Mr. Game & Watch probably was just, oh, okay, well, there's a little thing on his head. And they probably didn't really think about it. Well, some people noticed it, and they were not happy about it. And Nintendo uh, has responded. I think that, that this is a good thing that Nintendo is doing. Uh, Nintendo uh, responded to the kind of backlash. Again, I don't think it was, um, I don't think it was on purpose that they did this, but it, it, they just weren't thinking about it. And I think that we've all made a mistake like that from time to time. Uh, so I can forgive Nintendo for this, but they're doing the right thing now, and they are they're fixing it. Uh, so th their response was. Nintendo has been planning to distribute an update for Smash Brothers Ultimate that removes the feather from the silhouette of Mr. Game & Watch. The original game on which this on which this depiction of the character is based was released more than 3 decades ago and does not represent our company values today. We sincerely apologize that this change was not noticed in our marketing material and are continuing to work to make Super Smash Brothers Ultimate an experience that is both welcoming and fun for everyone. So Nintendo changed it because the PC police said that that's not cool. And I agree, it's not cool. But I know that there's some people out there that are just mad at Nintendo for doing this in the first place. And I feel like this is completely accidental. Nintendo didn't mean to be offensive with this. They just didn't think about it. They were just copying, mindless, mindlessly copying a sprite from over three decades ago into a new game. And whoever was doing that just probably really didn't think about it that way. And, you know, I, I'm happy that Nintendo is changing it. I'm happy that Nintendo is, um, you know, owning up to their mistake and not, not trying to hide behind it. Um, now, if only, you know, the NFL could do something like that. Who knows? Nintendo has the most video game hits. Hogan's Alley, The Legend of Zelda, and more like Metroid, Brad Racer. And you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Mr. Sakurai has uh, posted a, a tweet if you will. Uh, he's at Sora underscore Sakurai on Twitter. And uh, he, he tweeted out a very, very interesting tidbit that hopefully people will listen to because if people don't, then the guy's going to, he, he's already working like night and day. Let's not bother him too much. Uh, but he tweeted out that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC lineup is now complete. This time, the selection was made entirely by Nintendo. 
I'd decide if we can create a fighter based on their selection, then come up with the plan. It's great to dream about your favorite character joining the battle, and I appreciate your passion, but please try to stay on topic when replying to tweets and refrain from flooding us and other users with requests when we're not specifically asking for feedback. Thank you. Okay, so first off, what does this mean? It does not mean that they have finished the DLC. It means they're done selecting the characters. And so all of the people out there who are going to, every time uh, Mr. Sakurai tweets, every time he does that, if if you are replying to him and being like, make sure Bayou Billy is in the next, uh, um, or is the DLC character for Smash Brothers, you're wasting your breath, you're wasting your time. They've already selected the character's uh, that they're going to be bringing into the game. Now they just have to make it happen, which is a mountain of work. That means that they have to create each character from the ground up. They have to create the 3D models. They have to create all of the animations. They have to balance them versus 70, no, 80 other characters for crying out loud. Uh, or no, not 80 other characters. Is it 80? No, it'll be 79 other characters when they're all done. So they have to have all of this done, and they're giving themselves one year to do it. Uh, I think that they said that they would possibly be going until February 2020 with the DLC. Um, so I'm sure that everybody out there has great ideas for characters that you think should be added to Smash, but there's no reason to tell Mr. Sakurai because he's already made his selection, and... I, I'm excited that work has already begun, and I can't wait to find out who it's going to be. Now, even if you've got great ideas, and Mr. Sakurai's already chosen who he is going, or Nintendo's already chosen who they're going to be putting in Smash Brothers, and Mr. Sakurai is working on making that happen with his team, even though I think you guys should leave him alone, because you should. Okay, he's got work to do and he doesn't need to be pestered by us. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk about this stuff because it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun and it's going to be fun to guess who are the next characters that are going to be in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, who are the DLC characters? And um, I, I don't know anything more than you do. But what I would love to hear is if you guys could get a hold of me somehow and let me know who are your top five your top five characters that you want to be dlc for smash brothers all right uh if you're watching this on youtube you can just leave a comment down below if you are listening to the podcast you can email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com you can call and leave a voicemail at 260 run jump you can tweet at me at runjumpstomp you can um join our community discord and have awesome conversations with fantastic people uh, at runjumpstomp.com slash uh, discord and let everybody know what are your top five characters that you want in Smash Brothers, even if Mr. Sakurai and Nintendo have already made up their mind. So I'm looking at chat right now real quick to go uh, real quick to see what people are saying. Beats Alive says, number one, Banjo-Kazooie. Um, Wyvern Ripsnarl says there were 74 okay 
I'm sorry, Wyvern, your sentence structure is weird and it's I'm having trouble with the math, so I'm just going to skip that. I'm sorry. Uh, but Banjo-Kazooie is their number one choice for Beats Alive, and then they don't, and oh, and that's their, their number two choice, their number three choice, their number four choice, and their number five choice. I would like to see the guys from Double Dragon. I would like to see those those characters as a uh as a as a uh a, a DLC character. Uh so there's that. Uh but I I've, I've told you guys how to get a hold of me. Please do. Let me know your top 5 and uh oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait for December 7th. Less than a month away. <laughs> the Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. So this is actually pretty cool. There's this new device that's being sold by 8BitDo. If you haven't heard of 8BitDo before, they sell third-party controllers uh, for, I think, just Nintendo, but I could be wrong about that. You know what? Let me go ahead and check. I'm going to click on Shop and see if they sell stuff. No, they sell all kinds of stuff now that I think about it because I bought two of them for uh, my RetroPie. Okay, duh. I, I forgot about that. But most of their controllers are based on old controllers, which is really, really cool. So you can get some uh, Super Nintendo Bluetooth controllers that look just like old Super Nintendo controllers, which is very awesome. Now, why am I talking about them today? I'm talking about them because they've got this new wireless adapter they call it the g bros uh which is a stupid name but what are you gonna do uh this is it basically it lets you play your switch with your original wired controllers like your gamecube your uh, super nintendo your nes your super famicom classic edition and wii classic so basically anything that uses um that port that is i don't have one nearby but anything that oh here we go uh, anything, if you're watching the YouTube video, I'm showing you something, anything that uses this port right here. Okay. And it looks like it also works with, um, old GameCube controllers because those don't have that port. So you can use your original GameCube controller wirelessly, not a wave bird, but wirelessly on the Nintendo switch. And I think that I like the design of it too. I don't know what the buttons are on there do. Um, but I think it looks cool. And this is a very, very cool way for people to uh, play this wirelessly. And that's how I want to play. I want to play. I want to play it wirelessly. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that swear by the GameCube controller for Super Smash Brothers. And I think a lot of the reason is because of the 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 hexagonal or is it hexagonal or octagonal? One, two, three, four, five, the octagonal cutouts on the uh, GameCube controller. I think that that's why a lot of people like those. Plus, of the, the button placement is very, very unique. And that A button is huge and uh, right in the middle. And, and, and to be honest, the GameCube was one of my favorite controllers of all time. But when I play Super Smash Brothers, I'm most likely to just use my Pro Controller. And that's because I'm not super competitive. And I know that this is probably the uh, playing with a GameCube controller is a lot better, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, if you really want to be competitive, you're probably not playing with a wireless system anyway. That's that's how I feel. Um, but as somebody who doesn't really care about 
being super competitive. I'm fine with a wireless solution and I'm fine with the Pro Controller, but this looks really cool for people who want to use their old GameCube controllers, but they don't want wires strung across the room because that's a disaster just waiting to happen, especially if you have younger kids or pets as they run across the room and they slam into your stuff and yank your Nintendo Switch off of the um, off of the shelf that it's sitting on. So I think that this is a pretty cool solution. What they don't show you in this picture, which is something that people probably aren't thinking about, is the original GameCube controller did not have a little tiny cord. It had a quite a long cord. So even though this is wireless, it's still got this wire and it's a long wire that's going to be all kind of coiled up. Um, so that's kind of a hassle. Uh, I think there's definitely positives and negatives to, I forgot what it's called, the G-Bros. <laughs> I hate the name of it. Uh, but that's over at 8bitdo.com. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And uh, the link in the show notes will take you straight there if uh, you are interested in that. Tunnel Runner from CBS Electronics, where the excitement never ends. I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped. So one or two episodes ago, I talked about a rumor that YouTube was going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch, and here it is. It's here. There's YouTube, and uh, you can see this is one of the coolest things ever. I'm on the Nintendo Switch. How cool is that? Uh, so if you're just listening to the podcast, I'm, I'm, I loaded up one of my videos on the Nintendo Switch and uh, got it playing so I can see myself on the Switch. That's just awesome. It's 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 crazy. So why is this cool? I don't know. I, I don't really care about it. But what I do know is that I read a little bit today about why it has taken so long. And I don't know if this is true or not. This could be completely a rumor. But the rumor is that Hulu and Nintendo had signed an exclusivity deal. And if you don't remember... Hulu came out November 9th last year on the Nintendo Switch. And this is one year later for uh, YouTube to come out one year afterwards. That seems awfully suspect. I bet you that that's the reason why we haven't seen other developers or, or other uh, third-party video companies bringing their stuff to the Switch and I don't know, I don't have any inside information here. This is just what I read, and it could be wrong. Uh, but if there was an agreement uh, between um, Hulu and Nintendo, it would make perfect sense why it would, you know, after one year, the exclusivity clause is now up, and now we have YouTube. So I, I anticipate, I could be wrong about this, but I anticipate that we'll start to see other stuff. Now, some people will hear what I just said and they'll say, but Bill, there's that other Japanese thing, Naku Naku or whatever it's called. I don't remember. Um, that is on the Nintendo Switch. You know, it's like kind of like Japanese YouTube. And what you have to remember is that Hulu is like it's an American thing. And while YouTube is not only an American thing, it's an American based company. So what I would guess, Nico, Nico, I don't know, whatever I said was wrong. Um, thank you, Wyvern. Um, so what I would guess is that there was an exclusivity clause with Hulu 
that that basically said no other American stuff on the Switch for a year. And now we have YouTube. Now, I'm still not excited about it because I'm not going to watch it. But I will say this. My son walked in right before I started recording the show. And I showed him that YouTube was on the Switch. And he was so excited. And I don't know why. He's got like one of my old iPads. I don't understand why he was excited about it. But he was really, really excited. He was like, yes. And I was like, okay, that's very interesting. Why he's excited for that. But who knows? Uh, maybe it's because, you know, when his battery runs out on his iPad, he can switch over to the Switch and, and watch something on there. I don't know. But, you know, maybe there's a lot of kids that are going to be excited to watch YouTube stuff on the Nintendo Switch. I personally don't want to drain my battery watching YouTube videos on there. Uh, but if you want to drain your battery watching YouTube videos on your Switch, then I've got an idea for you. Uh, load it up, download it, it's free. And then after you've got it installed, search for Run, Jump, Stomp. It's somebody I know. Uh, you can go there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you can watch it on the Nintendo Switch. And if you if you could, like, okay, I just had an idea. This, it's my birthday today. I'm, I'm streaming this on my birthday and recording this on my birthday. A wonderful um, birthday present would be for you to uh, watch one of my videos on the Nintendo Switch, take a picture of it, post it to Twitter. Uh, that would be really cool. Uh, maybe post, you guys should be watching Run, Jump, Stomp on Nintendo Switch on YouTube or something. I don't know. Uh, so I think that it's neat. I'm going to delete it now because I have no use for it. I've got a hundred screens around me. Um, and I, I don't really care that I can watch YouTube on the Nintendo Switch. But my son's excited about it. And I bet you that there's other people that are excited about it, too. I would be interested in finding out if you're excited about um, YouTube on the Nintendo Switch. So let me know. Uh, it's kind of a slow news day, so I'm going to wrap this up. I've got two videos that I want you to check out if you don't mind. Uh, the first one is uh, my SNK 40th anniversary first look. Um I played it a little more since then, and it's really, really cool. I, I'm just going to give you the quick download of the SNK 40th Anniversary Edition. It's got a bunch of games in it. Um, they're giving out free DLC for those games as well. And uh, the thing that I like most about it is, I think it's called the Museum Mode, where you can look at these old advertisements. Uh, so you open up the... the um, the museum mode and you can look at like the advertisements that would be sent to arcade like people who own arcades to be like you should have this arcade game in your arcade and i always love looking at old advertisements the other day i was um i was on my lunch break and i was looking through an old issue of electronic gaming monthly which was a magazine that i subscribed to when i was a kid and i was kind of leafing through that on my ipad and I saw that and I was just like, oh, man, I love this ad. And so I like took a screenshot and posted it in uh, in our community discord. And uh, I just love old advertisements like that. I remember looking at uh, old issues of Spider-Man from the 1960s and seeing like the, the ads where they were like, uh, don't be a skinny boy. Get get super ripped muscles by writing into this place. 
uh, you know, or get these x-ray glasses. Like I love old advertisements like that. And there's a lot of that stuff in the SNK 40th anniversary edition. There were a couple things that I know that some people were complaining about that are getting patched. Some of those things were uh, twin stick shooters. So twin stick shooters obviously use two sticks. So you've got one stick up here. You've got the other stick over there. And that meant that you, if you only had two Joy-Cons, you couldn't really play that game uh, multiplayer. Well, they are patching in a single stick mode for games that are like that, which is, I think is really cool. Like I almost feel like they are going above and beyond uh, with this. And it's uh, published by NIS America. I think they're going above and beyond with this and they're, they're giving out DLC games as well. So if you are curious as to what SNK 40th anniversary edition is like, check out my first look over at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. And afterwards, you can also check out, I just did a, my first impressions video of, I forgot the name of Steven Universe Save the Light is the name of the game. Um, that was, I was actually surprised by that game. I had a lot of fun uh, playing it. I haven't finished it yet. I've still got some more to do. Um, but my, at first I was, I was like, nope, this game's not, not fun. Uh, but I played it a little more and sure enough, it kind of got me and I had a lot of fun playing it. So if you haven't checked out, uh, Steven universe, save the light, the, uh, the video that I posted on my YouTube channel, make sure you check that out. And, uh, I think that's about it. I think we're about to wrap up. So, um, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Now we've got uh, music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music this one is by uh we're gonna go with tom winter today and it is oh i, I love this i love this song f-zero mute city he did an acoustic version of the mute city soundtrack from f-zero on the super nintendo i'm going to include that or that's the music that's on today's episode so if you want to check out more of tom winter's stuff head to runjumpstomp.com slash music click his link subscribe to him on youtube and watch all of his videos because that dude is super talented and watch his videos on your nintendo switch because now you can all right now you can uh don't forget that if you want to watch the full show there's a couple ways you can do that you can well no there's only one way that you can do the full show now and that's to watch it live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or if you just go there, you can click on past past uh, videos, and you can see the full show. Uh, I don't post the full show to YouTube anymore. What I've been doing instead is clipping the 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 um that show apart into just the segments because it's too long for YouTube. People don't want to watch long form stuff on YouTube, so I ended up changing um what I was doing just a little bit over there. If you hate it, let me know. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, uh, if you're looking to find ways to support my content, there's a there's a billion different ways that you can do that. One way is to just review it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. So uh, you just hit that five-star button. Let people know that if, that if you're enjoying this, chances are that they will enjoy it too. So let people know that they should check out uh, this podcast. You can also check out my other podcast, um, Richard and I talked last night on the latest episode of 78 degrees. We talked about wrestling cartoons, uh, music, 
and uh, video rentals. So if you want to find out how we t- hit all of those topics in 40 minutes, uh, he- head over to runjumpstomp.com slash 78 degrees. That's a seven and eight and then the word degrees. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, if you're looking for other ways to support the show, head over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, I will see you all next time. Big thanks to everybody who supported uh, so far, and big thank yous, uh, big thank you to Johnny Link uh, for not only subscribing on Twitch Prime at, to my Twitch page, uh, but also for cheering a thousand bits for my birthday. You are awesome, sir. I'm out of here. I will see you all next time. Bye bye. Thank you.